everyone. Welcome into the very 78th episode of the Without a Mic podcast. We've got Spencer, we've got Brittany, we've got me, Roger, for now. Um, I will be taking Uh-oh. a little hiatus for the next few weeks. I'm about to have a baby this week. We scheduled having a baby, which I've never done before. <laughs> um, so that's 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 an interesting story into itself. But uh, we're super excited. Um, but I will be off the podcast for a couple weeks while we deal with that. And uh, yeah, we're super excited. So it'll be in Spencer and Brittany's capable hands. Um, I personally would like oh, to return thank you. for probably like the Mandalorian review, at least. I think that'll be, <laughs> that's probably the next big thing, no, right? We're getting, like, we're getting that done. We're getting that out of the way. The, uh, I'm, kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, there, that's probably like something... mid-May. That's going to go for a while. <laughs> yeah, there's been some big movies, but not like massive movies. Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the next big thing, I would yeah, say. Yeah, or First Super week of Mario May. Brothers, because I think that True. one's kind of intriguing to review. I, I am going to see it next it week. My, I'm taking my son's then. friends that's for a, his That's birthday. a good one. I forgot about yeah, that. So. I, I literally haven't paid too much attention to theater releases. So, Dude, you and you and I are both just opposite. Like, I don't know many TV series that are coming out. Ah, uh, dude, there's so many good ones. Them. And then I feel like that's me with movies. So it's a good contrast. And then Brittany's kind of like, hey, I'm just going to go watch whatever I can, whenever I can. Well, yeah, we whenever the last I can. Of us last week, which was, which is arguably, and in my opinion, not debatably, the best TV show of the year so far. Um, and it's hard to lie with the numbers and the ratings and stuff like that. Um, so it was definitely like a, a needle mover. More people tuned into that than they did for House of the Dragon while it was airing, um, which is which is no small feat because House of the Dragon had, was coming in from a previous IP, very successful show, and for the last of us to come in, albeit coming from a video game IP. Um, definitely really big. John wick just came out chapter four. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of news like Jonathan majors. Oh man. Like oh they're, my. yeah. Do we need to like talk about some quick news? Cause like that, that's what are you guys' more... thoughts on that? So first of all, it's, it's not confirmed. It's not as, as true. As it is recording. going to, but it's, it's allegedly, it's not like allegedly, a, it's, not, it's um, not like there's a lot of gray area, it's bad. in my opinion either. Like, I'm not saying that he's, that he did what he did because we haven't heard anything conclusive, but I'm also not saying that it's a witch hunt. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't, if this turns out to be true, it is going to shake up. I think in my opinion, everything I really do. It's going to be, it's going to be insane for Marvel. I don't even know how you would, I don't know how they would even fix this problem. Um, But should we just say like, allegedly he strangled somebody? Is that like, basically the gist of it so people that aren't listening are like we don't know what uh, yeah, that so is go ahead spencer i was just gonna say so by the way if anybody's better with visuals as they are names jonathan majors portrays kang uh in the mcu he also was in creed 3 recently devotion um he's in quite a bit right now he's kind of like hollywood's golden child and the news came out that if somebody mm-hmm. had um uh, mentioned or they accused him of strangling them so leaving verbal strangling marks uh his representatives completely decline everything so and they're pretty confident like their their tone is confident so that's where i'm very confused as to what the circumstance is but that's kind of the gist of it yeah yeah it's um it's it's not going to be good if it turns out to be i mean i guess you could compare it to like the flash but i think on a more grander scale just because I think Marvel's more grand and everything's well, going to be based around him coming up. Well, and the and thing is, the Flash is. Like, um, 
Ezra Miller was not like the headliner for a bunch of projects. Like Ezra Miller's very much identified with the flash and to Spencer's point, he named like four different things he was in recently for Jonathan majors. And he's the face of the villain for this next phase of Marvel. So like it would have a lot more far reaching impact than Ezra Miller. Um, even though they're both very different cases, right. But both equally, um, disturbing in their own rights. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds and not only how it affects the people involved in the situation, uh, but also the people that, you know, in these studios that make these projects and now yeah. have to deal with someone who's engaged in stuff like that. So It would have to be just, I think it would have to be undoubtedly false for him to be like, cleared like i think there's going to be repercussions anyway just because i unless a thousand percent he's being wrongly accused and none of that happened at all then of course you would want him to continue but this from reading what i've read it doesn't seem like what roger said that there's a lot well, of gray it, area it here it's either he did or johnny didn't. depp situation where even then i don't st i still don't really know the details because it's just two stories with a celebrity who you just never know who's telling the truth so i think jonathan majors is going to get caught up in that hopefully in one way or another, both situations can just move forward in the best way possible. But at the same time, that's tough because he's he's a big Hollywood actor right now. He's an A-lister. Yeah, he's. I thought he was one of the best ones right now, and like I thought his his character seemed in pretty intact for Hollywood. Like people were like, "This is someone we could get behind." So it it, yeah. it would be for sure. It would be tough. Well. I don't think he's on any of our lists now. Um, well, like, I mean, speaking I don't know. of him. I, think I don't know how you. He was on my. <laughs> he he currently is on my list quick? right now. So, uh, well, I I, mean, I might need to, huh? I might need to amend like, it well, on your best actor list up to this point. Then. Well, I guess it depends on your criteria. So let's talk about that. So, Did we even so announce? You, yeah, it depends doing? on my criteria. Yeah, I was gonna say That's you might have read the title of this episode, but we're doing a, we're <laughs> redoing our top five actors. Um, which we did previously uh, around the middle of last year, right, right around the time Brittany came on the podcast. So we're revisiting our top five current actors or male actors. We'll do actresses soon. Um, and so we have, a, this is actually interesting because we have a list to compare from last time. So it'll be kind of fun to see how our, our thoughts and mentality have changed and maybe not even that so much, but just how this year is trending. So um, I try to stay very subjective. I try to pick who I think is, the best, um, I guess I can go first. My criteria is in 2023, who will have been the most impactful, had the biggest projects, um, be like the biggest household names, um, had the most quote unquote success. Well, so Jonathan I wouldn't, Majors. I wouldn't necessarily say he's been successful. <laughs> so Jonathan Majors. Um, he's been, he was successful in Quantumania and Creed, but now I don't think, I don't think he fits that criteria for me anymore. But I think he definitely was, was a strong case before that. I thought about him. Um, and I didn't put him on my list because I don't think he's going to be as impactful this year. Um, but certain um, brands that he's done commercials with have already started pulling commercials and stuff like that. So mm. even if it's a, a similar situation, a repercussion situation with Will Smith, where basically there was a long drought while he had to t let his brand take a hit in his image before he came out with Emancipation. Um, I mean, even if Jonathan Majors is cleared and he comes back like a Johnny Depp or something like that, it's still going to be months before anyone wants to work with him again um, and take that chance. So I, I don't see how he could be a top five actor this year going forward. Maybe if we did this list a week ago, 
he might have been on that list, in, in my opinion. So, right. No, I get that. I so totally. So that's my agree. Uh, criteria. So I'm going to kind of mix both the criterias of Spencer and Roger, because I think Spencer's going to kind of go like all time and Roger's kind of going current. So I'm going to do both. I'm going to do, if there's somebody who undoubtedly I'm like, he's the best, I'm going to put him at, you know, number one or number two, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to put them on the list, but this year uh, I've been impressed by uh, a couple people. And so I feel like they need to be put on the list. And I also have one that I'm a fan of for sure, but they're coming out with a movie this year that I think is just going to be insane. So I, I put them is. on the list too, but yeah. I already know who that is. It's, it's just it, kind of a mix. Know I know. I know, but don't say fun. anything. It's don't gonna say be it. Fun. My criteria, long story short, my criteria is honestly, <laughs> if I need an actor to lead a film of any caliber who has the top talent in 2023 currently, that's who my top five is. So that's the way I'm looking at it. See, but... Jonathan Not Major anymore. should be on there it's then. I'm sorry. List, in 2023? I think you could have made a yeah, case for him right. 24 hours or 48 hours ago before that news dropped. I don't think you can now. And that's just I my agree. opinion, but I don't... It's... But how sad is that? Don't make bad decisions. Because I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, you know how I, we feel. I mean, I know, I know. We feel films on his filmography coming up, so he's not working on any projects besides The Flash, and he had already filmed The Flash before these accusations were made. So, I think there's a lot to be said if you're taking one circumstance and comparing it, because it might end up on a similar path where we get four more Jonathan Majors projects because they're already filmed, but then after that, maybe we don't get any. So. Roger, what if this is like a hundred percent not like a hundred percent not true at well, all? Is that gonna well, like I'm clear it for you or what? In my opinion. So what I'm saying is even if like this is gonna take a while to sort out, right? Like what if there's either gonna be damning evidence that comes out and says like he is definitely guilty and his career is over, or it'll be a long legal investigation and it'll go to court, and then once that's done, let's say he's exonerated like Johnny Depp. Um and then like people are willing to work with him, but then they have to start talking to him. Someone has to take the plunge. They have to get into talks. They have to find a script, a director It starts filming. And like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine months later, the movie comes out or the project comes out. So I just don't see how he's going to be in anything major, no pun intended the rest of this year. Um, and so I just don't see how you could make him a top actor for this year because he's going to be gone. Like, he can't be in anything going forward. Like he just can't, unless you want to go the Ezra Miller route and release something and then get a bunch of backlash if he did it. So talent wise. Yeah. Roger, yeah. It's a very compelling a case movie. for like a top five, not list actor, like top five who we should not be listing because that was like really good. Like, honestly, it convinced me. I was like, Oh, maybe I Jonathan. See <laughs> yeah. So, well, and it's, it's too early to say, I hope for the, I, I, I just still yeah, can't I mean, get over his performance. You're, I know. I hope for the best too. He's his performance was so good in That's his best Ant-Man. performance of his career. No, I haven't seen it yet. But I've seen I know, I know, I knew I know. I've seen like, you know, on TikTok how they like let oh, yeah. like you can yeah. watch movies in parts. <laughs> I've seen like That's how five Britney parts. reviews stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like so impressed. He also No, he I need to see the real thing, the but I'm like, like hey Dreams, which debuted at Sundance and it got a lot of talk about it. A lot of talk about his performance. 
Um, that's when he went six months eating, I think it was 6,000 calories a day to, cause he's, he's a bodybuilder in that movie. So yeah, that's another one to look forward to this year, just to see kind of the product that he can create. So Roger, do you want to start us off? Top five actors of 2023? I do indeed. So, oh, wait, um, do you have your list from last year? Tell us your list. Yeah. Do you have it? Yeah. Should we do it? Uh, should we just reveal our full list from last year? Yeah, or should do, we the just... full, do the full list real quick. Okay, yeah, just so my do one, two, going three, four, five. Best... Five. Five, five to one. Oh, five to one. So from five to one last year, I had Oscar Isaac as my number five. Uh, Tom Cruise is number four. Benedict Cumberbatch, number three. Michael Keaton, number two. And Gary Oldman, number one. Oh, nice. Totally forgot about your list. Yeah. yeah. Should I do my five and then Spence, you can do yours before we hop into this current? Okay. Mine was uh, number five was uh, Rob Pattinson, four, Andrew Garfield, three, Will Smith, two, Christian Bale, and one, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. So my five from last year, number five was Joaquin Phoenix. Number four was Timothy Chalamet. Number three was Benedict Cumberbatch. Number two, Christian Bale. And number one, Leonardo DiCaprio. So okay. there you have it. There you have it. Look at us go. All right. So here we go. Okay. For new number five for me. Again, I'm subjective. I try to stay emotionless in this process. And so my number five is Timothy Chalamet. I think nice. he's going to have a really big year. Um, specifically, his biggest project, I think, will be Dune Part 2. Um, I think Dune Part 1 did super, super well. Part 2 will be more action-packed. It will have Zendaya in it a lot more. Um, it will be more faster paced than the first one without spoiling anything. Um, and again, it just did really well. So I think a part two off of a great part one will ha give him a great year. Obviously, he has some more projects coming out. Spencer knows better than I do um, what those will be. But I think by the end of this year, he will be like a top five actor. He'll be a household name um, and people will be super excited for stuff he's coming out in. If it's more bones and all, maybe not so much because that's a little off <laughs> color from like the mainstream uh movies like that's not a bad thing it's just a fact one incredible romance <laughs> movie it was huh spencer and but it is a full-on romance, a romance a, well it's a it's a twist on that concept it's not i'm just saying it's not a, it's not the type of movie that the general public goes to consume right. like and so that's what i'm saying it's a it's a niche project so yeah you're <laughs> like correct wonka you know dune <laughs> those are movies that people will probably go see um Bones and all, probably not so much. Um, so again, Timothy Chalamet, number five for me. I think he's going to have a great year. Um, and I think he will be number five uh, this I year. I believe he's also uh, portraying Bob Dylan in a biopic in the next Ah, okay. I think I remember you mentioning that. Um, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's actually officially listed on his IMDb, but he's been in strong. Is that coming this year? No, no. So okay. this year, I believe he only has Wonka and Dune part two, which I'm excited for both of them. There might be a third one. Something and might sneak called, in. It's called A Complete Unknown, with, and he's portraying Bob Dylan. But that doesn't come out this year. So. Okay. Well, yeah, there you have it. My number five, uh, Timothy. Great Actually, let me, let me look. I have one crossover from last year. I have one crossover That's a great from pick. last year. So. Nice. Okay. Well, we shall wait and see. I also have one crossover. No, two. <laughs> I have two. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, should I go then? Okay, my number five, uh, Spencer. This is the one you think you know. Do you want to say it, and I'll tell you if you're correct. 
Yep. Correctamundo. It is Bradley Cooper. Um, I'm already a huge fan of him and um, A Star is Born, uh, even though it's a comedy, like The Hangover, right? Like he, and I love him in um, Guardians, Rocket. Like he's the best. I love Bradley Cooper. America. Oh, yes. That's, that one's my favorite one, I think, is American Sniper. I can't decide between A Star is Born and American Sniper, but it's so good. He's he's an incredible actor, and uh, this year he's coming out with Maestro. Spencer told me he was coming out with it. I've done a lot of research on it now, and I am just pumped. I think it might be, like, you guys are like Oppenheimer, like, pumped. I'm, like, pumped for Maestro. So, I know. I know. I'm so excited, and I just, I have high hopes, but I need to bring it down because I don't want to be disappointed. I do want to remind everybody. Just bring it down. uh, I'm super excited. For winning Best Director of Next Year is... Yeah, Bradley Cooper winning. It was your hot take. So we'll see what happens. My see question what... Dude, is, if he does that, it's going to be go incredible. see that movie like in the mainstream. Like is it is it the kind of is like is it a Star is Born where everyone will go see it and love it or is it like Tar where people will be like he did such a good job but I didn't want to see it. I think like, so. You know, I think I'm just curious. Let me tell you why. I think they're going to learn from I think they're going to learn from Tar and sh- and and show more in the trailer like how 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 enjoyable this movie will go like people will go see it like a star is born that's how i think they're gonna do it because even tar's uh trailers were not anything special to me it was all just about kate which we've already talked about over and over but i think that they're gonna learn from that and really make it something that people are gonna want to go see more perfect to be in the middle like i think it will be genuinely in the middle between tar and a star is born i think it's going to be a little bit more serious than a star is born but it's going to provide more emotion than target. Yeah. And I think it'll be, it'll just meet right in the middle. That's interesting. I wonder, I wonder how it's going to be received yeah. at the box office, honestly, like, cause those, like a star is born, had Lady Gaga, had Bradley Cooper. It was these people we knew. Tar was not like, didn't do great at the box office, but I also don't think it was trying to, it was trying exactly. to be an Oscar winner. So I'm curious to see how it I does. I don't, I genuinely either, don't yeah. know, but I'm just curious um, how many people will actually see it. And then there will be people that go see it because it's nominated for Oscars and awards. But yeah, just curious. Hmm. Good pick. Yeah, good. Yeah, pick. I'm excited to see. Uh, Thank I'm you. I'm excited to see him in Guardians Three. I've been James Gunn finally opened up about Guardians. Yeah, me too. 3 and he mentioned because it's two and a half hours, and he said, "Don't worry." Mm-hmm. He said every single second is meaningful in this film, so you'll enjoy every like every second of that film. So. And it is it is pretty rocket yeah. heavy, rocket based. It's his background, his story. So yeah. I think it's yep. gonna tug at some heartstrings. All right. So number five. Let's see. This one's tough. My five and four. I'm not gonna lie, are a little bit hot take, but I'm I'm here for it. So I I do have two crossovers. Oh man, three. I have three crossovers from last year. So okay. But they're in completely different orders than they were. So number five on my list is Colin Farrell. I believe Colin Farrell is in the peak of his career. Like it's so funny because he's been in he's been acting for so long. I remember seeing him in Daredevil with Ben Affleck, like in two thousand and two or two thousand four, and I was thinking to myself, "Wow, this he's been such a like a side character in so many movies, and now he's really showcasing talent with." Penguin, you have Banshees of Inishirin. He's been in kind of these low independent budget type films where he's been able to express himself more. And I just love his personality. He's so funny and just like sharp and very 
um, I don't know. He just expresses himself so fully. So yeah, Colin Farrell, number five on my list. Great pick. I agree with you. I think, yeah, I think that he, he's someone that I was thinking of. I would put him in my longer list, but, uh, even though I didn't like Banshees, I understood why people liked Colin yeah. in yeah. Banshees, if that makes sense. No, I mean, with the Penguin show coming out, um, I mean, there's been a lot of it, like footage coming out on Twitter. I've been following that pretty heavily. Um, so that show is going to do really well, I think. Um, yeah, just just he's just a great actor and, and people are putting him in great stuff. So, um, so my number four is the GOAT. Uh, Adam Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And for one major reason. Oh, my. One major reason. Hey. Severance season two. Severance season (laughs) two. Okay, 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 Um, okay. Go ahead. It's supposed to be the end of this year. Oh, okay. So that is the main reason. Now, he was just in Party Down season three, um, and he's got some other... Madam Web doesn't come out until next year, so I can't count that, but I do think that will actually be a really good film. I'm excited. Um, so I'm I'm projecting a little bit, but Madam that's Web. supposed to be early 2024. But regardless, um, I think, like, Severance is just the most criminally underrated show. Um, even when House of the Dragon is won... Is underrated, though? Like, I actually... Yes! I, th- I think it's he, so I think, underrated. I don't think it's underrated, <laughs> Rog. About it quite a bit, to be I know honest. people love no. it, but it's underrated. It can be both. They were doing. <laughs> well, I think uh, they were doing a red carpet um, on the series finale of Succession, and they asked a bunch of people, and there was a bunch of like A-list actresses and actors there, and they were like, "If you could star on one show, what would it be?" Sixty percent of the best show of all time. Like it's it, it's a household it show. Okay. Hey, you That's just gave not... me evidence. Anyway, okay. um, hey, the last of us. Is not <laughs> no, I'm just telling you that it's not underrated. The Last of Us or Severance? The Last of Us. Oh, <gasps> yeah, Severance. Severance. I well, think how one, dare you? Yeah. Well, you don't appreciate it. That's what it is. Show. You didn't appreciate. Just, you didn't take the time. Show. So I'm not like saying it's a bad show. It's just literally not my type of show. Well, Severance. Severance. Like season one. I think season two is going to push it over that, that, uh, that gap. Like it was, I think it was second place in every category that it was in. Honestly, I really, really do. And so I think season two is going to push it over and everyone's going to be like everyone who loves it. And everyone who's like, it's got a season two. Now it's kind of like that main thing on Apple. I think it'll be Apple TV Plus's best show. Um, I think that will push it over. And since Adam Scott is the lead in that show and there's so much hype going into season two, I think he's going to be, all time like it's gonna be the peak of his career and he's gonna do great here's my fear though with season two i think season one was perfectly written for one season i think that it was at the the reveal at the end was so great to just leave it as a limited series and the fact that i don't think they developed more but because of how well it did they had to develop more and that scares me well i think the great thing about that though is that season two is in a totally different universe than season one. Like season one answered like three questions, but asked like 27. So it's like, now we have no idea what Lumen is. They didn't tell us. We have no idea what this, what the future of all these people is. We have no idea, spoiler alert, with the wife, you know? So all these things like, yes, they wrote it for this great suspense buildup. And the buildup was more questions, not answers per se. And so now with season two, they did such a good job with season one and they don't have to bridge the gap all that much. Honestly, I think they can do a good job. 
I agree with Spence as a, as in like I could they could tell me that it's not coming back and I would be like that's cool like they did a great job I'm not like needing it but hopefully season two is something where it's like okay this is not like we needed it you know I'm hoping it is but I do agree well, that it could have been it could have like, been one this could be done ending for example and then it got a season I think they're two. very similar very similar but I think they are. Field. Like they are very, very similar. similar I think they're very similar too. Yeah. For sure. But I think I think Severance asks so many more questions at the end than the bear did. The bear felt like you could end it right there. True. It's an open-ended ending, but it was it was closed. Severance was like, we're going to close this arc, but there's more to come. So either way, and whether you like Severance or not or think season 2 is great, people are going to watch it and Adam Scott is going to get recognized for it. True. Um so it's not this list is not necessarily about the show, but his performance and his, his status. And yeah. I think he'll, I think he'll do a great job regardless of whether season two is better or worse or the same than season one. I hope it does for him. I hope it does. Cause I was so hopeful for him after big little lies, even though he had the tiniest part, he did so good in it. I was like, I was hopeful for him to get more and then he got severance. So I hope that he does just keep going. Um, okay. My number four is somebody who was, I was going back and forth last year between my number five spot. And it was just like, seriously, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Wow. I, yes, I've been, I've been watching um, movies with him in it. You guys yeah. know Prisoners is my second favorite movie of all time. Um, but um, I've been watching Southpaw. I watched Brothers. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that with Tobey Maguire and yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I think so. It's heavy. It's good. Uh, and I think I've just been on a little Jake Gyllenhaal kick lately. I watched Brokeback Mountain again and wow. I just, I think he is, I think he's underrated. I think I could say that. I think people may, may, might forget about him, uh, because the most recent thing he did was Ambulance, which wasn't great, but he also had this one show on Netflix, which was like him by himself. I don't, I think it's called 911 or something like that. I've seen that one. And I did watch it and it's just him. Yeah, it's just yeah, him. Yeah, he's a 911 dispatcher and he gets time. a call it's about incredible. A, a, a murder potentially. Yeah. And it's just him in the office, like dealing with it. And that came out last, ago. that came out last year. So in 2022. And uh, it was. Like I'm just I'm just impressed with him. I really like him, so I would uh I would I cast him good. and trust My him in roles what, for sure. What's coming out that he's in? Sorry to cut you off. Does he have anything oh, upcoming? Good. That's I'm just curious. I don't I don't I haven't I don't recall hearing of anything that he's coming out. Well, in, see, so I was he's just coming curious. out in an MMA movie. I know that. He... Okay. Yes, uh, with Conor McGregor. McGregor in that movie. They filmed. Hmm. I believe so. Yes, oh, I they filmed it. About that. Um, they filmed it at the recent that. UFC. Sorry, what was your question, Spencer? So, oh, sorry. No, he's just got a bunch of stuff coming out. I don't know which order it goes in. Um, yep. Is it, oh, it's Roadhouse, the one that's going to come out next, probably. And that's the UFC one. He also has one called The Sun, uh, Snowblind, oh, The Division. The Division. And, uh, the, the so, yeah. The Interpreter, right? That movie, it's like a war movie. That's coming out this year. There's also one called Prophet. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's got stuff on the docket for sure. But you know what? I think that's what, yeah. I, now that you say that, that's what got me to get back on my Jake Hall yeah. kick because I saw the UFC. It's been all over. You know, they were at a live UFC and I saw him going to the ring and I was like, ah, 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to watch Southpaw again. And I started watching it and then it just gets me gets me going on this rabbit hole. But I, I seriously love Jake Gyllenhaal. So I'm going to put him on there. I think he deserves that. I think, he's I think he deserves some recognition. Like, I think he is always attached to these, like, these really high intense films, but not like high drama films. And he could do drama. We saw that in Prisoners. We saw that in Southpaw. He could do drama, but I feel like he tends to move toward the Michael Bay ambulance style movies and prince of persia action i agree and i agree but he can but it is shown that he can i think he he could yeah he could do like a crazy transformative role like walking phoenix i think he could yeah nightcrawler was the closest um he was also really good in zodiac too okay no but i've i've heard of it you should watch nightcrawler if you like nightcrawler is probably his best performance in my opinion definitely most transformative yeah if you're really okay i'm gonna have to watch it from yeah to something else that's definitely it he he also does some really strange projects like nocturnal animals like the let me find it because it's it's one that oh enemy which i talked about august uh, i talked to him about it enemy on there i mean he does some he does some out there films too and i think he likes doing that but i just think what he's you guys take He's so talented. So, uh, no, have you guys I seen Brokeback Mountain? Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, you guys got to see that. I'm serious. It's Um, are you guys You definitely need Guy to see Ritchie it. Fans? Uh, yeah. To an extent. He does, I mean, he does like Sherlock Holmes, The Gentleman, mm. he did Aladdin, like the live action. To an extent. Well then, maybe a, no. There's a movie coming out with Jake Gyllenhaal called The Covenant. Not that I see. It's about like a, it's like a military movie, but it's directed by Guy Ritchie. So I'm like, maybe that's a good combo, you know? Because Guy Ritchie's mm. a little bit witty with his with his action and adventures. So. I did like Sherlock Holmes that he did. That was probably my favorite. Have you seen that one? I have not seen him. No. I'm oh, you guys like, should watch those. The Robert the Downey Robert Jr. Right? Jude Law. Hans Zimmer does the music it, for it. Oh, Robert Downey uh, Jr. Very good. Okay. I know. I'm like, all right, Robert Downey okay, Jr. No, Guy Ritchie. No, Hans Zimmer. Yes. Okay, we're sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're cool. Um, I'm actually interested in the division because um, I'm interested to see how that does because Jessica Chastain is listed as the co-star in that movie or show. I don't know. I my biggest love reservation is Jessica it's based Chastain. on a video game, which did not do the greatest um, at launch. Um, interesting concept, but the video game, yeah, I mean. It's based off of on Black Friday in New York City, bioterrorists distribute uh, a virus through money on Black Friday and it starts a pandemic and like um, that's the basis of the video game. And then you you just play as like these operators going through the city, you know, scrounging stuff, shooting people, stuff like that. So, I mean, it'll be like an action kind of like, you know, post apocalyptic world setting. Um, I don't know how well they'll nail it, and I don't, I can't see a studio here. But that is interesting that Jessica Chastain's listed there. I don't trust her projects, man. I trust her. I just don't yeah, trust I her projects. Her performance is. I'm gonna guess it's a really flop. Top notch, but I, I'm all. Her performances I'm are always incredible. I'm almost expecting Amazon to do this. <laughs> I agree with you, Spence. I know what you're if talking Amazon about. Amazon does it, it's going to flop for sure. Like, there's no way it does well. I will say Sorry. Amazon, 
I'm, I'm, I'm watching Swarm right now, and that's one that I think Amazon might have gotten right. I mean, I'm only halfway through. It might end terribly, but at the same time... I feel like they get one out of three right, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. That yeah, kind of seems accurate. to be their going rate. Yeah. I mean, all of their action ones have been eh, but... Yeah, I agree. All right, number four on my list. Um, yes. All right, so another name that I actually... He's been slowly creeping up for years, like very slowly, and I just think it has now gone to the perfect point of this person's career that he's on this list. Number four on my list is Killian Murphy. I think he is absolutely phenomenal. And I think he's going to have his biggest year of his entire career because not only, yeah, his entire life, I think he's his going to His entire life. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Yes, yeah. I'm a little yeah. bullish on Oppenheimer, but at the same time, how can you not be? So mm -hmm. I think he's going to do great. He's done great. Yeah. He was incredible in a quiet place too that movie surpassed expectations he's been incredible in peaky blinders he's been incredible in pretty much every christopher nolan film you can think of he's been incredible because he's in all yep. of them so yeah killian murphy number four on my list i think that is a great pick and it's going to be a transformative year for him a thousand percent agreed um <laughs> my number three <laughs> uh is probably the the one that got you guys the most angry last year. Oh, that's no. my boy, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, no. oh my gosh. Are yeah, you serious? It is. it is. No, it's not. And I'll tell no, you it's why. Not. Again, taking the emotion out of it. He just came off of Top Gun being. Taking emotion out of it. Hey, I, I only speak facts here. Um, Good gosh. But he just came off of the undeniable success of Top Gun. And we are putting out Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, They've already been pre-advertising the stunts, which is really smart, honestly, marketing-wise. Like, they're posting, like, biggest yeah. movie stunt ever. I know Spencer watched it and was impressed. Um, and that's from someone who's not the biggest Tom Cruise fan. So I think the marketing there is, like, you just did Top Gun. You loved that. Here's a video of Tom Cruise doing the most insane thing that's ever been done in a movie, stunt-wise. And then, this summer, another Tom Cruise film is coming out to carry you through that high you got from Top Gun. So... I think this will be the best Mission Possible so far. It'll be the biggest one. Um, and it will come off of the success of Top Gun and kind of roll into this summer. Um, I, I I can't think of any other massive, massive like action movies coming out this summer. Like Oppenheimer isn't really an action movie. Barbie's not an action movie. Across the Spider-Verse is an animated movie. Um, so in, in terms of action movies, I think it will be the lockdown best action movie of the summer. And again... Well, because there's the probably some coming 100%. out that are like, you know, budget action movies. There's probably some Fast and the Furious movie coming out. Something like a 65. Now, okay, don't compare Mission Impossible I'm not to comparing Fast and Furious. I'm saying that's, that's Fast and Furious is an action movie. That's the only thing they <laughs> and, I'm just, I'm just... and that's a general <laughs> incredibly incredible action. Movie. No, no, John, just kidding. I'm just John Wick is a quote incredibly. <laughs> well, it is, but it's out now. It's out now. It's not yeah. a summer movie. Yeah, so, it is. I mean, Maybe you yeah. could make the case of Guardians, but I I consider that a Marvel movie. Marvel are yeah. in their own class, so so I just think it will be yeah, super, it's definitely super Marvel successful. Sure. And Mission Impossible is already like a good franchise. It's not like he's creating something new. So I think he's going to have a really really good year. He is easily, without a doubt, the most marketable actor in Hollywood. You put he is. him in a movie, it's going to make a ton of money. Like now in his career, he is he is at the peak of marketing as an actor. He will if you put him or Brad Pitt in a movie, his movie will make more money ten times out of ten right now. So yeah, and maybe the Rock. 
Yeah, maybe the well, I don't know. Well, what, market, not saying he's as, as the rock talented, has the rock. Can... You guys, come on. No, but what? the rock can beat him. I don't know. With Martin, I don't know. Yeah, so marketing's tough, but I think that's Tom Cruise's biggest pro is he really knows how to market a film. To your point, that stunt video, that ten minute video, is really really cool. Like it's right? just crazy. So and it came out like eight months before the movie, so people have seen that. They're hyped for it. They love Top Gun. I think he's just gonna have a good year. So. Yeah, that's my number three. Nice, <clears throat> great pick. I respect it. Nobody can see Brittany just sticking her. <laughs> 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 Overconfidence is weak. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> number three nice. is uh, Timothy Chalamet. Spencer's trying to keep it in right now. <laughs> I, I know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Because really, genuinely, even though everybody knows I did not like Bones and all, you cannot deny what an actor Timothy Chalamet is. I mean, we've said this from Beautiful Boy to I, you know, Bones and all, and he's coming out with Wonka, Dune. like you said before, um, Dune Part Two, which I haven't, oh, even haven't seen Dune yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Don't worry, I'm going to. No, I'm going to. But. I think that he has a huge future ahead of him and he also has like the backing though to like I could put him in a movie and he has the backing, he has the capabilities. And I I I just think this year's gonna, you know, skyrocket for him, but I also think that he deserves it from his performances last year. I will go number three, Timothy Chalamet. Let's Thank keep you. this conversation All right. going. So there we go. Yes, great, great pick. Uh, I just think when it comes to talent, it's he's on a he's on an incredible level right now. You know, I think he's only grown since Beautiful Boy and doing these younger films and smaller projects like Interstellar. You know, he was a small project in a big film to now leading big films. So I think he's made some massive strides and his talent, like in kind of diversity. You know, I, I always relate him to Florence Pugh because they both do blockbuster films but they also do independent projects and i like that diversity between the both of them so he's incredible i'm excited to see what he does in wonka and dune and also it helps that he's like really genuine off screen he's not he's not stuck up he's easy to approach very welcoming and i think that just really plays into kind of the likability and marketing aspect no, oh, he's very likable. Yeah. He's uh what is it, heartthrob. He's a gentleman through and through. When you see all of his interviews, I there's this one where, you know, he's been with Sorcia Ronan, he's been uh co-starring with Zendaya. There's a bunch you can choose from. And every single time that he is with them doing promo, he is there's so many clips you could find of him just being generous and kind to his female co-star. Even his male co-stars, but I think when you you know, like he'll stand in front of them on the camera if they're getting like, you know, fixing their hair or something like it's just he just does the little yeah. things that actually make him really, really likable. Yeah, that was with, only with the army hammer guy. I finally got around to it. It was literally the last Timothy Chalamet film like that I needed to watch. And I was like, wow, like this this right here just shows like it just showed me a lot about him. Now, don't get me wrong. Army Hammer has his situations, but like their chemistry with one another and just completely in actor form apart from their actual like thought process. It was really cool to see. So I'm excited for his future. Well, that's our first triple crossover. So we have yeah. Timothy Chalamet is on everyone's list. Um, nice. Tom Cruise will be on Brittany and Spencer's list later. So that'll be there the we second go. cross triple. 
Don't spoil yeah, it. Yeah, he's my number one spot, um, just so everyone knows. I had dang, to. I can't hold it in any longer. Severance type reveal, but now it's a now it's a multiverse <laughs> now reveal. It's our, yeah. Spencer's throwing um, up. <laughs> yikes! All right, so going to number two. Um, for me, wait, I'm, we're on number two, right? Yeah. Okay, so my number two is also Killian Murphy. Yeah. Um, nice. I think Spencer and I, and I think Brittany too, but mostly Spencer and I have been on this uh, Oppenheimer train um, for a while. Brittany said, I'm on the train. I'm just trying class. to sit in the back. Um, if right. You guys are driving. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're shoveling coal into the yeah, train. You guys are right driving now. the train. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And I'm just enjoying my tea on the We're train. We're waiting just for a train. And enjoy the ride. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Killing Sorry, Murphy, like just it's his time, man. Like Oppenheimer is gonna be such a massive movie. It's gonna get Oscar nominations. It's gonna get a lot of award nominations, even if it doesn't win Oscars, you know, there'll be a lot of nominations. It's got such a star-studded cast that it's one of those movies people will probably just go see because they're like, Oh, I know that person or that person or that person. Probably yeah, not going for Josh Peck. Peck, but Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I just saw him. You guys, I saw him in the trailer and I was like, is that Josh Peck? Like that's what went through my mind when I saw that scene. You know, all that stuff. But I mean, and to be honest, like I didn't put Gary Oldman on this list. I still think he's a great actor, but there's talk that he may retire after uh, this. So he might be close to retirement. This might be one of his last projects, but he's an Oppenheimer and he's a small role and he's an Oscar winning actor. Like that just shows the power of this movie, this team. And to have Killian Murphy leading it, and Spencer's spoken to this, but Christopher Nolan's talked so highly of both him and Robert Downey Jr.'s performances in this movie. So I think this just has all culminated into like, Killian Murphy, you've been in all my, I'm, I'm Christopher Nolan right now, but Killian Murphy, you've been in all my stuff. Now you're leading this massive project. Um, it's your time. So I'm just super excited for him this year. And I think it will put him on the map permanently um, as a great actor. Dude, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that this is his time. And I think everything happens for a reason. And maybe earlier on, he's like, why am I not getting the lead or, you know, the opportunity? And so for this to be his, it's it's a really cool moment that I think people who like Christopher Nolan's he movies so will appreciate. I'm so excited. Oppenheimer is. is going to be so... I'm sorry to just skyrocket these expectations, but I feel like I can. Like, it's going to be so great. So, good pick. It's going to be the bomb. Yeah. It is. It is. Ooh, nice. that was good. <laughs> Can you add in drums right there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, number two for me is the lovable, the breakout star, Pedro Pascal. Uh, the Last of Us is absolutely incredible. Uh, I'm a big fan of Pedro Pascal now. Uh, yeah, did I see him in The Mandalorian? Yeah. But uh, this is, and of course, Oberyn, Martell, great. Uh, but The Last of Us really just, I think he deserves to be on some lists because he brought it. He's very talented and uh, he's a very likable guy as well. I know we're talking about Timothy Chalamet being likable. Oh, this yeah. guy is you, loved by all. Have you, seen, like he, have you seen Narcos? Yeah. I've started it. I've seen it. 
But I have, yeah, I haven't finished it, and I know that he's in it, and I don't think I saw where he's in it. That show, first of all, is really, really good, and then he is really great in that show. I'm really excited to watch that. Like some Pedro Pascal, definitely check that one out on Netflix. Well, he's also in Game of Thrones. um, Yeah, yeah. Big breakout roles. Wonder Um, Woman, 1984. He's been in. He's been in some big projects. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's the thing. Yes. Um, okay, that's the one I was thinking of. Unbearable weight of massive talent. He's so like he's that's it was a good role for him to do. I felt like he was just like basically being himself the whole time. Um, but it's just it's another thing. It, it reminds me of like Killian Murphy. Like he has had all these little things kind of build up, right? And maybe they were like bigger. Like people loved Oberyn in Game of Thrones, but he wasn't the star. And so for The Last of Us, now people are like, yes, we get our Pedro Pascal fix and. He proved it. You know, he didn't, he didn't fail. I think Mandalorian fail. really set the pace with that one. I think ever since Mandalorian, people were like, oh, this guy's voice is very nice. Like, I want to see who... The... And then they would see him, they're like, oh, he's like good looking, you know? So I think Mandalorian really like pumped that up a well, little bit. The, the the funny thing about the Mandalorian, he actually <laughs> talked about this. Um, I think it was on like the, the Tonight Show or something, but because he's wearing the helmet so often, like a lot of people don't know that's him. Like we know because we like sh- shows and movies, but a lot of people are like, I like the Mandalorian. Yeah. I like Baby Yoda, you know, or Grogu. And then, like, they might find out later that's Pedro Pascal, the guy from The Last of Us or from Narcos or from Game of Thrones. But, I mean, it was funny because he said he'll, he'll walk down the street sometimes and people will be like, he said this one guy stopped him. He's like, I'm FaceTiming my kid. Like, look, it's the Mandalorian. And the kid's like, huh? And he's like, say the line. And he's like on the street FaceTiming some kid. Yeah. He's like, I, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. And he's like, it's just not the same. Like, <laughs> Because, you know, he's wearing a helmet, he's got the voice, you know, it, right. that, the, the look of the Mandalorian is iconic. And when you see him as a person, you don't think the Mandalorian necessarily you think The Last of Us or something that you've seen his face in. So it's kind of an interesting thing. But uh, I, I mean, I think people right. know now, but, you know, it's just it's just a unique role where you're always wearing a mask. Nice. Good pick. He was on my he was on my long list. He wasn't on my short list, but I Thanks. actually did put him on. I, I have my list right here. So. Yeah, he's I like him. He's very marketable as he is talented. So and I'm just excited. I'm just excited for his future too. I think like, you know, this is like a big stepping stone for him, so I think he'll get maybe he might he might do like movies, right? Like bigger movies. I that's yeah, so it's I want yeah. to see if he's working. Anyway. Like, is he coming out in anything big? Well, The Mandalorian just came out, right? Tropico, My Dentist Murder Trial, Freaky Tales, and The Uninvented. The one that's coming out this year um, Mm. has a cast that I'm kind of unfamiliar with besides Ethan Hawke. So he's starring in a film Ethan Hawke that comes out this year. I like Ethan Hawke. That looks kind of good. All right, number two. He's All right, number two, uh, Spence. Incredible for so so long um and i think that he is once again kind of entered a new prime like he he had a prime and now he's entering a new prime and that's joaquin phoenix he's number two on my list i think he's incredible he's coming out in a film this month called or in april called Bo is afraid by ari aster and oh my gosh yeah, and i forgot about really that good. and i trust ari aster i know he rub he just throws people off a little bit but um i like his projects and then he's coming out in a film called napoleon with ridley scott which looks very 
<laughs> incredible. And he also changed the script for his character. So that was cool. I just think he's he's at the top of his game again. You know, he was already at the top when he did, you know, Walk Walk the Line and kind of those films with her. And then he also came in Joker. So there's a lot coming up for him. And let's not forget that Joker right now is filming. And any, any, any clip that I see, I don't even care if it's everybody, two seconds, I am eating up and I'm sending it. to you guys. Are you guys seeing this? It's, want to see it's incredible. Like they want to see some behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Have have we gotten a release date for and that? Is that this year it. or next year? Next year. It says October twenty fourth, twenty twenty four. I was like, I remember I thought about him, but I didn't put him on my list because I don't think he has anything big enough coming out this year. Next year, he might make the list. See, I thought. Oh, I'm so he see. will make the list. I, okay, I think, excuse I me. Oh, is I think both. He absolutely one hundred percent will. Movie. <laughs> You know what? I forgot about that, and that makes me upset because now I wish I could redo my list. Gladiator, and um, yeah, and you know, I just Mm -hmm. think there's a lot to kind of take in. So I'm excited. Honestly, I I think I've been so caught up in Joker two that I forgot that he was doing the Bo's Afraid because I've been sending it to you and being like, are you know, is this? Because Ari Aster, (laughs) it makes me nervous. Like I'm scared, but I'm still gonna go see it. Yeah, you know, and so, um, dang, that's kind of like, that'll be my, well, yeah, and that'll be like my number, like I should have put him in this list, and I just forgot, but I, I've just been so caught up. Yes, I'll put him in my honorable mentions. (laughs) But that movie, that movie, Spence, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. People are going to, people are either going to love it or hate it though, because isn't it, isn't think, he younger in it? Like they I used a the bunch premise, of and I haven't CGI, premise, but I would imagine from the trailer that I've been seeing that it's him kind of showcasing his childhood fears as an adult. So, and I think they, they literally show those visions and those things happening. And so I think that's where it's going to be a, a horror okay. comedy, probably a dark, dark horror comedy. Joker origin story, maybe. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to be scared. Well, actually, looking at my <laughs> list, scared. all five of these actors this year are in what you could make an argument is the biggest show or movie of the year. Like, looking at it, I just realized that. I didn't, like, consciously choose that, but that, that aligns with my criteria. So, like, Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, Severance, Dune. Like, those are all, you know, they could be the biggest movie of the year or show of the year. So I think next year Joker could be in that conversation. And so I think I could see him making that list because Joker will be, you know, one of the biggest movies of next year. So. And can I say, I know we haven't seen much from these sneak peeks. We're getting a bunch of like the same scenes almost, or like the same view. Um, But it is not what I thought it was going to be from my, like what I thought when like, they were like, Oh, there's a musical. Like, the scene that I sent you guys today, there's like actual oh yeah drama, mm-hmm. dialogue. You know what I mean? It's not, but but I know there's dialogue. But you know what I mean? Like this is like this isn't going to be what I what I was afraid of. I I'm trusting the process more and more as I, think, I see it that it's actually going to more like a like be a good. Starsborn. Like a Starsborn was like a musical, but I think it'll be like that, really dramatized and serious, and have like a yeah. really welcoming tone. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, Spencer's did we do number our number? Who's on number two. one? I did. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix was my Spencer's number two. Spencer's number two. Right. So it's my number one. Joaquin right. Phoenix. So it. now it's you, Rod. Your number. So my one. number one is 
Pedro Pascal. I think. Oh wow! I think he. Oh. I think he's the biggest Love a actor right now. Like I think his brand is bigger than everyone else. He just came out with The Last of Us, off the tales of uh, Mandalorian. Um, everybody loves him. You know, everyone was like talking to talking about him. He's all over TikTok and, and social media and stuff. Like people just love interacting with him. He's so wholesome. Um, and I think just right now, like he's just top of the game right now and i think his acting ability is really good um i mean i've seen the jokes that he's always escorting some kind of special child around in every project he's in um but i think i (laughs) right but he he manages to play his characters so distinctly like he's not one of those actors where it's like oh it's pedro pascal as a survivor it's pedro pascal as an as a knight in armor like it's pedro yeah well i mean to a to an extent yeah but um (laughs) But I think, like, I, I think, no, no, no. Don't, let's not. Tom Cruise. That's that's a little <laughs> bit more accurate. Yeah, that's a bit more accurate. <laughs> Spencer, you. Thank you. Yeah, um, Tom Cruise is the one you no, should have said. Think he, I think he manages to personify those roles so well individually, like um, Narcos and Game of Thrones, and all of his projects. They feel very different. Like I don't say like, oh, that's Pedro Pascal is this guy. I say that's that guy. Like we we think of the Mandalorian as the Mandalorian. And then we think of Pedro Pascal. We think of him as Joel in The Last of Us. And then we think of Pedro Pascal. I think that might be his most defining role so far. Um, but I... Oberyn, I'm telling I, you guys, people were obsessed with Oberyn when, no, he, when he showed up I think everyone liked Oberyn, but he was such a minor character. Yeah. And for him to be the face of The Last of Us, like, he's the face of the Mandalorian to an extent, but oh, with yeah, the mask sure. on, right? I think now that he's the face of a show where he doesn't have a mask on, The Last of Us has really cemented him for me. Like, arguably, The Mandalorian and The Last of Us could be, are, are probably two of the biggest shows of this year. Like, they just are, yeah, and he's the headliner point. for both. So, um, yeah, I just think he's top of the yeah, top of his yeah. game right now. And right now, I think if you put him in anything, it will do extremely well. Everyone will watch it. People are watching so, it. Nice so, picks. Yeah. I agree. Um, My number one... Same as last year. Can't get rid of him. Ooh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Nice. I I know. I just, sure, is he coming out with anything? I don't know. <laughs> but if I'm going to do a list of my of my top five actors, he's been my number one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he is just number one. He, well, isn't he he's in the guy for me, moon. so I got to give it to him. He's, he's earned it. Oh, my gosh, yes, that's coming out. I forgot. See, I'm telling you, I know I, I like it's like in my brain. It's like, oh, yeah, Brittany, these are coming out. But I just like, you know, with Bradley Cooper, I've been watching his stuff. Anyway, Leonardo DiCaprio, the best of the best. I loved when we did our um, top five films that he did that we loved. Uh, and it just kind of like threw me back to how much I'm amazed by him and love him. And he's Great number day, one. <laughs> oh, shoot. Thank Here we go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's warm it up with an analogy. What is it, Spence? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> oh shoot! For for any sports fans out there, Uh-oh. you know this last year there were so many high expectations for the NFL, and somehow people forgot about the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, who have proven themselves as the best team for the last five years, and that is why number one on my list is going to be somebody who's getting their seventh Oscar nomination next year, and that is Leonardo DiCaprio. The greatest, the greatest. I'm, I'm yes. right now. Here's the difference with like him and Christian Bale 
for example, who is my favorite, my personal favorite. I know. But look at like the, the quality that they keep at the highest level with everything they do, projects and their performances mixed together. Leo is number one when it comes to those two always pairing together. Don't don't look up was a very rare occasion that the film wasn't that good, but he was he was really good. Normally he his was. films do just as well as his performance. Yeah. And he is so he's he's the godfather of acting right now. He's the godfather of this of this generation of Oh, acting he's the greatest. Because he's still at the top of his game. You could talk about Denzel Washington or Robert De Niro or these other incredible actors that are older now, but they're just they're not acting anymore whereas he started at a young age and he's still accelerating so and killers of the flower moon comes yeah, out like october of this year yep premiering wow. at Cannes film festival wow. killers of the flower moon the way of water um nice. well I, I actually you know what I, now that i think about it he's a very big like um what's the word like earth like he's like a very into yeah. environmental changes and stuff so i think maybe that's why he did don't look up because he probably like he probably is. Exactly is involved in those things and he's like this will bring awareness to my like yeah so that's exactly why he did it that's right. why all those stars did it by yeah the they all did I'm it pretty sure that, that's why all those stars did it because bad. he yeah it was like an over yeah like the overall message of don't look up was exactly what's happening in media today yeah, i think i think and that's i think you know what i mean like, that one but yeah i agree with you just you can say well they did it for the the cause yeah. you know not yeah. for the the product per se so so yeah right did the cause do much got nominated i for don't know Oscar. maybe if it was a better movie it would have somebody liked it in the academy but yikes yikes somebody liked um, it <laughs> I love My that. The biggest thing is he's just he's not, in, he's not in very much anymore. And like I, I think a lot of like fans of him will go see Killers of the Flower Moon, but I, I don't think it's gonna be a movie that is like destroys the box office office in October. Like even against just budget horror movies, like I think it's just not gonna be like a massive box office hit. I think people see I, Dune more. We've talked about this. I don't know if we can I don't know if we can keep saying box office because it's all, all so different because like Babylon for instance was horrible right. at the box office well, but it well, got reviews and I'm just I guess my question and, is You like, know what I mean? Does he still draw people to the movies if he's in like a niche project? Because well I yes. guess and I'm using box office as an example because that's the easiest way to measure success of a movie right like right off the cuff. So like Yes, Brendan Fraser did great in The Whale. Did it well in the box office? No, but like if Dune and Killers of the Flower Moon are out, I'm guessing most people probably see Dune, you know, is just my thought because they, they've seen part one. They know, you know, there's a lot of fans of Dune in general. So yeah, not saying he's not... Financial success, for sure. Like, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So... But is this not a Martin Scorsese no, it is. film? And I'm not saying it's going to do horribly. I'm just saying okay. like, well... It's it's not like a no, 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 brand, right? Like it's not, you know. It reaches a very like, certain audience rather than a mass right, audience. Yeah. Right, right. Is he pulling in mass audience people that yeah. would not have seen the film otherwise because he's in it? Whereas, you know, someone. Do you think that he, sorry, do you think that he um, pulled it when he did Revenant? Like, do you think people went to that and was like, because even then I don't think people, I don't even think that was like, he was ahead of that film you know what i mean i don't think, well, people, I think people went did for go leo for even that, that film but it didn't it do great at the so i don't think he's ever like it wasn't like a blockbuster 
it was a hard movie to watch a certain audience once again yeah, yeah it reached a certain stars in films that reach a certain audience even once upon a time in hollywood which is probably his most like like marketed movie in a while i would say inception that, yeah you know, since inception wolf of wolf, wolf, of, wolf of wall street did, wolf of wall street was yeah. very inception marketed did really well in the theaters so but they were also like yeah, you can yeah, do I'm just so curious. I'm curious TV. because I think Christian Bale's in the same yeah. boat. Like, I don't think they're point. doing projects anymore that are headlining. Like, oh, go see it because it's Christian Bale. It's like the Pale Blue Eye, like Killers of the Flower Moon. Like, those are very niche things. Which did and I don't know a lot of people. Pale Blue Eye. Yeah, I started it. I'm like halfway through I, it. I keep forgetting to finish it. I haven't seen I like it yet. It's very good. I, I, it's good. Yeah, I think it's it's a very good like murder mystery. It's very. Yeah, it's it's just long, and I like that. It's so niche. I, yeah, it's niche. I use the slow. analogy of like Daniel Day Lewis in like 2010. He was kind of at the end of his his acting career. He's still young enough to act, but he said that he wasn't going to act for that long. And mm-hmm. then he took on the project uh, Lincoln. I believe that was in 2012. Yeah, and that and he was kind of at the end of his career, but he was still considered the greatest at that time. And he's probably still yeah. on the top five list of all time for many people. And I think that drew a certain audience that's similar to the Leonardo DiCaprio's where if he's still that's acting fair. and he's proven to himself that he can still act at the top, you know, the highest level, I'm going to go to his projects because they're just, they're really, you, you have good odds that you're going to enjoy his product. Whereas Christian oh, Bale sure. this past year had some incredible performances in some really subpar uh, Amsterdam. films, you know, Amsterdam, phenomenal, phenomenal performance. And uh, it was Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder, same exact thing. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, ah, oh, that's why he wasn't on my list, even though yeah. he's my favorite actor. Is he just was kind of getting caught Me up too. in lesser qualified roles? He was my one and they were my one and two. And they're always, I've said it, you know, they're always interchangeable for me. I love them both, but Leo just, I don't, I, he just takes the cake for me, especially because we were reminiscing on yeah, you know, I think, his I think films. Yeah, I think Maybe if we do Christian well, Bale, he'll be on I my think Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> sticking to the, what he's done, and Christian Bale's trying something different. Like that's kind of the roads they've taken in their careers. Like Christian Bale's doing some stuff that you're like, I've never really thought you would do stuff like that. Like he said he wanted to do a Marvel movie, which is like most of us were like, why? But for him, maybe that's just like something fun he wants to do because he's Christian Yikes. Bale. And yeah, like, yeah, we'll take you. Like you know, so I, I, I mean, neither of them is right or wrong. It's just they've chosen different paths. But I think for me, like they're both kind of fitting into niche stuff now. I mean, people saw Thor: Love and Thunder, but a lot of people went to see it because of Christian Bale. They were like, "Huh, Christian Bale's the villain? Sweet!" Like if, That's if Leo exactly was the it. villain, we were pumped. In a, in a Marvel we were movie, so like, pumped. Would see that, like easy, yeah. Oh, if if sign me up. If he was the star of Multiverse of now. Madness, you guys would have loved it. <laughs> Because he would have had to be Wanda yes, if yes. he was in it. He would have had to be Wanda. Leonardo DiCaprio. I think it'd be similar to the Joker situation because in my mind, the the film of Joker is good, but Joaquin Phoenix was great. Whereas I think that's, oh, yeah. what, that's what Leo would do to a film like that. The film would be good, but he would be great in my opinion. But he would have to be a lead role. No, I, I, I think... Wait, Roger, do you think that Joker is good? And Joaquin Phoenix does great, or do you think that the movie's great? Because that's, I agree that's with a little much right now well, for you guys, for me well, to hear that thing. from you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh my god! I've seen this though. Like, when, like take Tar for example. Like Tar, not that they're comparable in quality, but Tar, 
we've seen these blueprint where we let someone close. be so yeah. great at acting that it naturally like takes front stage of the movie. Like it's just too big of a performance. Like Heath Ledger's Joker. Like I think without his performance, the dark Knight is a good movie. Like if you take out that performance, like it's still a good script. Like it's the same thing. I could agree right? with like, that. If you, if you put someone else's Joker in that movie and they did a good job, right? Not saying they did, you know, bad job, but they just did a really good job, like a solid job. Then you would be like, yeah, the dark Knight is really good. But because of how great Heath Ledger was, it elevates the movie to like this new level where like without that iconic performance, which unfortunately was cemented by his passing, you know, that movie is now untouchable. Right. And so I think like with Joaquin doing such a good job in that role, winning an Oscar, it elevated it. And now we think of the movie as really, really great, but are we actually thinking the movie's great or are we saying Joaquin was great and the movie was still good? I'm not saying it's bad, but the movie isn't as great as we think it is because in our minds we say Joaquin was so good. I, I think that happens. Before, before you defend it, before you defend yeah, it. Yeah, for me, the movie. You, I think, the, I think <laughs> okay, okay, okay. very objectively neutral-minded. If, if you take that in, that was so perfectly said, in my opinion, because Joker is a good movie, like a a solid, solid good movie. Like it's a, it's a really yeah, we're good. Not it's a really, great movie. Not Why isn't it great though? But I think it's no, but is, is it good or is it great? There's a difference that, that people pair him and the movie together because it is his movie. But really, his performance and his acting ability, of course, took that character to, to a level that nobody probably could have. Like I think he was perfect for that role yep. to elevate the quality of the overall film, which, in my opinion, is really good. But I think he is yeah, great. No, yeah, I I agree. He is the best part of the film, but the film itself could stand alone. I think the put film Jared, itself put Jared Leto in that role is still is the movie still good. That's what I'm saying. Okay, then no. That's all I'm, I'm that's not, all okay, we're saying. I, we can't do that. That's what DC did do. They literally Okay, did okay, trust, okay. You know, or they they trusted Jared Leto in that same role, obviously in a different set of films, but they that's still a franchise trusting somebody like yeah. that. And then it followed. Put Matt Damon in the Revenant. Is the Revenant still good? Maybe it was just dream. This is like a dream. I think it. I guess I'm. I can't really say like what if because of how perfect the movie is. In my opinion, like I. I think the movie's great, and I think that Joaquin adds to it. I think that Joaquin is great. I think the movie adds. I think they go hand in hand at this point, which I get what you're saying. But there's just certain aspects of the movie that I'm like, well, that doesn't have to do with Joaquin's performance. And it's still an incredible part. Like, spoiler alert, when they find out the girlfriend isn't really a girlfriend. Like, that blew my mind in the moment. I was like, oh, my gosh. What if I – like, that was really cool that they did that. You have the whole um, spiel, the whole spiel or monologue about, you know, modern-day medicine with Robert Wait, De Niro when, when he goes on the talk show. What, like, what is the your- – and I'm only That's... asking this because I'm thinking that writing for that film is genuinely probably like four or five on my like top elements of the film. Like, because number one, acting. Number two, the score for me. And number three, the visuals. Right. Those are like the top three for me when it comes to that film overall. But when it comes to writing, like the actual screenplay, I think that's got to be four or five on my list. Whereas I want that to be one. Like I would almost rather have like acting and screenplay interchange one and two. Because if you well, have oh, I don't a good agree. acting and a good screenplay, then you can do anything. Like you could genuinely. Well, let me give you a good example of anything. Let me give you a good example, which I know Spencer will agree with. The Prestige is a fantastic, perfect movie, and it's elevated. It's not necess- It is elevated by the performances of 
Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. But if you took them out and cast someone else, the story and the movie would still be really, 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 really good. Like it wouldn't suffer as much as if you took Joaquin out of the Joker or um, Leonardo DiCaprio out of the Revenant or Heath Ledger out of the Dark Knight. So I think like to Spencer's point, I agree with you. And I think like a movie like The Prestige, where it's the whole thing is the story, like the character arcs are part of that story and they're woven in really well. But it's not like, man, if Christian Bale wasn't in The Prestige, like that movie would have sucked. Like, no, it would have been still great. Like, yes, I would prefer Christian Bale. It wouldn't have been as good. I mean, it would have been as good. I think the drop off isn't as big as switching out an, an iconic performance from a movie. And I mean, no offense, but you are a little bit biased about it because it's your favorite. And that's I don't okay. Know. I'm, I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, I know, but that's why when you use the prestige as an example, I'm like, well, let's be honest. If Christian Bale wasn't in, right, it but it might go from great. like a ten like, to a you know, nine. Whereas, like, if you took Joaquin um, out and put Jared Leto in there, it'd be like a seven, right? Like, if you put Jared Leto in there, but let's put let's if you put Jared Leto in there, name. yes. But I do think that the writing, yeah, I do think that the writing in Joker is actually really good. I'd have to go. Yeah. Like, you know how you're saying your four or five list of like where, where it lands. I'd have to like really think about it because like, I love the cinematography, the visuals, like that is just up there for me and, along with the acting. So maybe because it's so amazing, the writing would be down a little bit more, but I don't think that, I don't think that okay. it's, I think it's because everything else is so great I and I get that that's your guys's point, but with the but with the writing, it's like, it's when you put those other in front of it, where else is it going to fall? It's not going to go above cinematography. It's not going to go above acting. These were all so incredible. Uh, I think if you look at this, the screenplay by itself, I still think like, wow, like that's what I would think when I, when I, I still think it would be like, that's just incredible. But everybody, everything yeah, else elevated we, it so we, much. So I think we draw ourselves to just different. I'd have styles. to really look I at think it. that's genuinely what it is. Cause when Rogers using the example of the prestige, the screenplay is focused on the environment of the prestige, whereas Joker, the screenplay is focused on the character of Joker. So instead of the environment of Joker, I think I think maybe you like the character study style more than I do. Maybe that's why I'm valuing yeah. the prestige higher because, yeah. Exactly. And when you guys talk about the prestige, I'm always like, well, is it Every rewatchable time. for me? Like character wise? I don't, you know, we, we, we do have very different, which is why it makes this show so good, which is why it's so cool because we have so many different perspectives, yeah. but we also have so much in common. Like how many did we have on our list that were the same? Well, I, like, I also think, you know, like, it's one really last cool. example. I think the Batman um, that came out last year was another good example of this, right? Like the story was so good. Like, the 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 tie-in at the end when he's in the cell and and the Riddler's like we did it and he's like what and you're going through the same thing as him and the yeah. whole story has built you to that moment and you are in Gotham like Gotham is a character in the movie like that's the kind of stuff that I like right like the character arc is not missing like it's still there in the character development but it's not the only thing holding the project up like if you took out Robert Pattinson put another actor in there. It would have felt different, but they could have achieved the same end. And so, like, for me, that's what I really like in movies. Okay, last question. <laughs> last question about Joker. Last question about Joker. Did you think that no, Gotham I, was I a love, character in I Joker? Say, I love the visuals. Because I, I did. Made the visuals I saw it that way. But they didn't make, like, the production design look like the type of Gotham many, maybe, like, comedic, not uh, comedic comic fans might, like, imagine. It, it was very, like... 
it felt oh, like yeah, kind of for like sure. a drier version of Nolan's Gotham, where it was like a little Which bit was very sterile. darker. And yeah, it just didn't feel separated from that universe. You know, I think it's. Because to me, yeah, I, I could see the, to me, it was definitely like a character. Not as, well, influence, yeah, I think it was like a but character, it wasn't a character in the background of. I think. See, I think it was. I mean, every single time he goes to get help, it's it's a no because of the way that Gotham is running. It's a no because of how Gotham is. Like, you know, it's it's always there, so it's a pretty big constant to where I started I think thinking like the political yeah, side. This of is Gotham. Gotham you know what I mean? Present, like this is like the actual architecture and color of Gotham was as present. I think I think that's where maybe because you're right. The political. Oh yeah, of Gotham yeah. was really cool. Like I like because it can it can. It can be a character that's not like, you know what I mean? Like, well, you're right visually, but I was thinking, I was getting hints throughout the whole movie about well, Gotham. Well, to Spencer's like, point, it was like, the Dark Knight present. is more on the political side of Gotham too, right? Because you have the whole Harvey Dent thing, the campaign, the police, like, all. you don't actually feel like, and I and honestly, like, the, the Batman was just iconic. I think it's the best per- portrayal of Gotham ever because the way they use the lenses, like, the whole intro to the movie is Gotham, right? Like it's the rain. You just see all the people in Halloween costumes. Like you feel the darkness there and he's talking about it and you see the crime. And you, you see, see the crime and you see it, the I feel fear. like in the Batman. You see, it's you so, like it's showcased it. like, for it, sure. It immerses yeah. you and you feel like Gotham is always this constant thing. And like, he's literally pissed at Gotham the whole time. Like he's just out for vengeance. And that motivation is missing from the other portrayals of Batman that I've seen. And I don't, and I think to your point, that's a good way to put it, is it focuses on the political side of Gotham, whereas I feel like Gotham as a whole is a major character in the Batman, and it's just portrayed super well. See, when you're saying that, it's totally making me be like, oh yeah, like, uh, when you said, it, like, Gotham is scary, right? No, or like, you're Gotham's scared of scared Gotham, of like, Batman. it's a dark, like, that's how... No, that's how I felt watching Joker. I was like, geez, this is a oh, scary place scary. to be. Like, this is, it's just in a different way. It's just like in a different way. Of Joker you just, was you know, grungy and whatever. The aesthetic so. of the Batman was like dark noir. Like, it was very, like, yes. just like crime. Like, it was a dark crime, like, vintage. Yes. Whereas I felt like Joker's was very grungy. Yeah. but I, It was like, very grungy. grungy. I agree. They're different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're just so it's just so different and it's so cool that like you could take something like Gotham and you could twist it into the way that I was viewing it, which is like this society is like heart, you know, that's a rough society living, you don't want to be in Gotham, and then you're thinking of it of like, you know, the Batman shows that it's the crime one and it's like yeah, scary they just, and they also you know, did so, such a good job of just, just blending cool. like all the corruption in. Like that was the biggest thing for me. Like the corruption of Gotham was the character, like from the top to the bottom. Like that's the journey you go on i agree like, in joker it. for sure just <laughs> like I, i'm it. with you i think yeah, yeah. That we should start implementing something really cool because i think it could be a cool intro to our videos moving forward or our podcast is at the end of every episode one of us gets to recommend a movie for all three to watch for the following week so that we could do like a Ooh. five or ten minute segment for the following episode to review that movie and kind of hear thoughts yeah, because it's, like I mean, like, right now, this is our yeah, top five actors really slash Joker bad. review. This I is like a Joker review, and I love it. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, I, I love I it. I think we could definitely well, implement it. Where we, like, compare two movies. Compare is probably the most political word I can use. But, you know, just, just compare and contrast 
Yeah, like, well, this was we're fun. We're doing this it now. Yeah, we're doing it now. Yeah. It's burned off of our actors list, but it's not what yeah. we did the episode on. But I feel like we could do an episode on it. So to Spencer's point, I think that I, I think that a case yeah. study of, of something would be more interesting to... I mean, I'm I'm still waiting to hear Britney's movie that she wants me to review. She's been she's been waiting to brew one up so that. She... I know, but I don't want to give you the wrong because you're only going to let me give you one, okay? Because I've given him like eight and he hasn't done them, so now I'm like, dang, I don't remember which ones I gave him. I gave yeah, you Gone Girl, but you watched it on your own. You know, I need to. I need okay. to. I did, well, I told you about. it. I don't know if I was like, hey, Spence, you need to watch it. But I was like, oh, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. I, so I'm like saving my one. So we'll see. I just saw. I just watched Black Klansman with uh, John David Washington and Adam Driver, and it is very good. It it takes place, I think, okay. in the early '70s or late '60s, and it's yeah, about, a, about that one. a black undercover cop who tries to infiltrate. I remember hearing about it too. I've seen that trailer. It looks intense. (laughs) Uh, Directed by Spike Lee. So Uh, where do I find it? I had to rent it on Amazon. Where do I find it? $4. Yeah. Not terrible. Okay. That's fine. Um, Worth it. Okay. I I can commit to that. Roger won't be here, but I think Spence and I can definitely do that. And then it'll give me a whole week to give Spencer uh, one that I can review with him. So I think it'll be good. Did you guys have... Roger, wait, wait. When Roger, so thanks gone, for listening, guys. <laughs> like a film for us to review and we'll yeah. talk. About yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I've got, I've got. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was just going to ask real quick before we sign off. Do you guys have any honorable mentions that you wanted Ooh, to mention? Yes. Any? Yes. Skip, keep it to three. Let's do three. Max. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, I'll, I'll go, go quick. First. Or you so, go quick, Roger. Um, you're, you were first. Keanu Reeves, um, obviously doing really well right Don't now. Do um, Don't do this to me. Don't put him on your list. Please. <laughs> I think dude, Adam Driver. No, I haven't seen it yet. Was it good? I've heard great I mean, things. I, a lot of, a lot of people loved it. A lot of people loved no, it. No, you I have really not have. heard great things. I'm up I've heard great opinion. things. Are you serious? At all. I've well, only I think, heard I bad heard things. Regardless. I'm glad that you, I'm kind of glad you've heard otherwise. Really? I was by myself for a while. No, I think, wow. I just think he's doing really well in his career right now. Um, he is. And, and John Wick really, has, like, he's genuinely he's nice. He's a good actor. Like, I don't want to yeah, say he's that really about, great. like, I just think he's a, he's a great guy. I just really didn't enjoy his performance in John Wick. Um, Taron Edgerton is my number two. Um, Tetris is the next big project for him. Really excited about that. That looks great. really cool. Um, and then this one, I, I'm i going to pull a Brittany. I don't know what he's in this year, but Murray Bartlett um, from White Lotus and from The Last of Us. Um, oh, yeah. Great acting. Great oh, yeah. actor. I think he's got a very bright future. Great acting. Um, and I think he will be in more um, stuff soon. So I just don't know off the top of my head what. So those are my three. Let's, let's see what he's in. So he's in one upcoming project called Pony Boy. Oh. And... Yeah, I think I heard about that. Dylan O'Brien is probably the biggest name in that film. Yeah, interesting. I'm excited to watch his career. Um. Okay, my honorable. <laughs> yes. Um. My honorable mentions: Christian Bale, obviously. Go. Uh. I had uh Brian Cranston nice. on here because oh, yeah, I've been you watching Your that. Honor, and wow, I might. You know what? I might, I might recommend just the first episode of Your Honor because it was just, it, like I'm saying, I was like this the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh, I was so stressed. I had so much anxiety. Uh, 
And I just, you know, he's, he's someone that I can always trust too, to be in a project and be like, oh yeah, I'll give it a shot because he's in it and I trust his acting. And then the last one I put was Brad Pitt because I watched Babylon and I do like his performance a lot. And I've just been enjoying him. Like Bullet Train came out. Was it anything to be like obsessed over? No, but I've been enjoying. Yeah. I've been enjoying this new fun kind of low key Brad Pitt. So happy you said Brad. Throw him in. It was hard for me to admit this to myself, but I think he has gotten to a point where, with his acting that is much better than when he was younger. But he was in bigger projects when he was younger. But his acting he is better. So many now. iconic like it's, things. It's, kind of a, it's like a weird like contrast. Between, his acting is you know, better now. Yeah. Club and uh, the Ocean's movies. Like he was in big movies back then, but I think he's just better now as an actor. And I'm very you've seen Fight Club, movie. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I was gonna say. I think. Yeah, Fight Club's all time. <laughs> That's a movie you watch every couple of years and you just Edward, question Edward Norton, yeah. Um, at least I do. So. <laughs> Good old classic David Venture. Oh, oh, can I can I do one more? Can yeah. I do one more? Please, 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 please. Um, Jason Bateman. We all know he's my guy, and he's coming out with the it's the Nike out. Air movie coming out. This is it already out? Week. If not, it's coming out. No, okay, like it's already, either already out or it's yeah, coming out. So I got to throw him in there. I've heard good things. I think it's well. Yeah. Then I'll hey, throw one yeah. more. So got to throw my guy in there. No, yeah, no. <laughs> it was like a. A very candid Christmas special with Jason Bateman and uh, Will Arnett. It was on Netflix. Oh yes, Murderville. It's yes. it's called uh, the Dude, Murder Murderville. Murderville. That's such a funny. Yeah, show. Murderville. Yeah, half, I saw half it. Half the episodes are funny. The other half are meh. But it's uh, so good. Yeah, exactly. The one with Marshawn Lynch. The one with Marshawn yeah. Lynch. The one with Jason Bateman was funny. Um, that was from the first season. Marshawn oh, yes, Lynch is Marshawn in the Lynch one with Jason episode Bateman. Episode where they feature him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Well, let me throw one more for you. Harrison Ford, um, Indiana Jones, Shrinking. Um, pretty big That's year for him, one. actually. Uh, Shrinking's great. Indiana Jones He's, is going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be massive. Um, yeah. Great. Huge. Watch Shrinking. I'm huge. telling you, watch it's gonna it. It's going to be huge. <laughs> All right. Ted Lasso's yeah, going on. There. I've been told by multiple people to watch Shrinking. So I'm, yeah, I, by I, multiple I people, you mean me. <laughs> Well, okay, I've been told by multiple person multiple times that's Roger every week. Yeah, talk, so <laughs> it's right, so good, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I'm Seriously. gonna go with uh, Robert Pattinson. So I'm excited for his next project with Bong Joon Ho, who did Parasite. Which Brittany knows yeah. this, Roger knows this. I speak very highly about Parasite. It is incredible, all time, all time movie for me. So excited for that project. I want to see him in more. I want to see him like. 2019 through 2021 robert Pattinson, where he was taking a lot of gritty authentic independent roles good time he was doing really good yeah he did good time he did the king with timothy chalamet mm -hmm. he did the lighthouse yep. so he did a bunch of projects all together um devil all the time with uh what's his face uh tom holland which yes like which was very dark. Oh very yeah! Dark. And I, oh I my gosh! He did a great job. So so dark. Excited for him. Great pick. Uh, Benedict oh. Cumberbatch. I want to see him come back because I still think his talent is top, top, top tier. And I just he's I, been I kind of quiet for a while. Marvel. Yeah, I hope he's kind of sifting out. You know. So. Well, he won't yeah, be out of Marvel. More of him. Yeah, no, I, at least I think not, he is. Not at least. I mean, he's, he's not out of it now, and I think he plays too big a role. So he'll still be in Marvel. I think. Yeah, I just hope that he does more 
other projects, I guess you could say. Well, he did Power um, of the Dog. Outside of it. Yeah. I mean, that was Which, a... I want more of that. Like, not more yeah, Power yeah. of the Dog specifically, but I want more of... <laughs> we want, I, want I don't want more Power of the Dog. Projects like that. You know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we want more yeah. of Benedict's acting ability in that. We do not want more Power of the Dog. Please, power the please no. I will say, let's just remove... Let's remove the movie 65 <laughs> yes. out of this, this list here. But Adam Driver, um, he's... Oh, he's you're saying Adam Driver, dude? He's coming Come out on, you can't Francis remove it. Ford Coppola film called Megalopolis, which, by the way, that's the writer and director of The Godfather. So he's coming back with this personally funded $100 million project with Shia LaBeouf and Adam Driver. I am very, very excited for this project. Oh, I love Shia LaBeouf. You had me at and then Shia LaBeouf. Have... There, there you go. There you go. And then you have... Facts. <laughs> Shia is in it. I'll watch it. Man. So... And then there's talks about him being cast in the the sequel to Heat. So if you ever saw Heat back in the day with Robert De Niro and Val Kilmer and Al Pacino, um, mm-hmm. they're doing another one, and I think he's going to be cast in it. So I just think he's like he, he needs to just stay on track with the Marriage Story type films where he can really just and Black Klansman. You'll see Adam Driver's great in that movie. Uh, I just love his acting. I like him in House, House of Gucci was a good one. Yeah, I thought I thought he did good enough. Just yeah, that was Star good. Wars. The last duel. Sixty-five no. was just where we drew the line. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, some people are just better not in mainstream stuff. Like, stay out of Star Wars. Stay out of. I mean, Christian Bale to an extent. You know, just stay out of the mainstream stuff. Your best work is when you do like smaller projects or stick to certain directors. You know, just I don't know. But to your to their credit, certain people just know how to pick their spots. I think Jake Gyllenhaal, to your point. He's kind of all over the place with his projects, and it's hard to really nail down who he is as an actor. But we know who Leo is. We know who Christian Bale is. You know. Yeah. So. Good point. Cool. Well, there it is. Yeah. Let us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Or top actors, or both. You know, if you who did we miss those lists together? But yeah, who did we miss? Who did we snub? Who did we not talk enough about? And it probably wasn't Joaquin Phoenix because we talked a lot about him a lot on the show. So. Uh, yeah, let us know. But we appreciate you listening. We'll be chatting with you next week. Maybe, maybe not. We don't have Roger. We'll see. But most likely not because he's having a baby. So until next I will time. not be here. Thank Congrats. you. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> he, he, he said he will happening. not be here at all. <laughs> he's taking paternity <laughs> leave. We offer that here at the I'll Without be watching a Mic the movie podcast. A child so. <laughs> It's right because I'm <laughs> yes. yep. directed by my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, thanks for listening. Bye.